Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Crypto Hipster Podcast. My name is Jamil Hassan, and I am your host. And I interview um, founders, entrepreneurs, thought leaders, executives, artists all across the world in crypto, blockchain, Web3 technologies, you name it. Um, and I have an amazing guest, uh, a man who I interviewed back in February um, of this year. And um, he is the founder of Omgenium. His name is James Ryan. James, welcome. Thank you. Uh, <clears throat> thank you, Jamil, for having me on. And I respect your, uh, you know, your very hard dedication. You're, you're, you're very committed to bringing a, to building a very important, um, what you would call, I guess, a parallel universe ecosystem, uh, parallel economic system, from which our case demonstrates the the critical need for such. Uh, information and technology and justice and you know this is it's it's so i have high respect for what you're doing because everybody together and actually this is what web 3.0 is it's together it's like uh it's it's a movement that it's irreversible and it's our only path out it's our only path out of centralized control which as you know is literally destroying the middle class in the United States, you know, they're, they're with inflation and foreign policy and domestic policy. So I'm very grateful to have to be on with you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for coming back. And and your 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 situation is unique. Usually I ask you about your background first, but I want to tell the audience that this is a this is a your situation and your case is a life and death situation. And we're going to talk about facts and where it's at right now. But also before when I interviewed you, I was kind of constrained in my content and I'm not today's open mic night for you. So um, I just want to talk about, you know, whatever you want to bring to the table for us is great. But I want to talk about the status of your case right now first. OK, so we have what you would call. Um, all right. So it's uh, I'll get to the point. So we, we are in a kind of a very uh, a geopolitical fight with for human rights, uh, international law, national security. Um, it's a very serious case, and you're correct. It's a life or death. If we fail, my son dies. He's on life support. Um, and how it all started was, um, it started with us whistleblowing in 2007 um, in Japan, when we were taking over the larger stem cell company, and we found uh, about $7 million in, in fraud, corporate fraud in uh, it was built upon scientific fraud and the scientific fraud was being done by three of the top stem cell scientists in Japan at the time. So uh, so right now. Uh, this my, our case is stuck within what you would call the corruption of the Department of Justice, the FBI, the State Department and the CIA. So because of the cover up, the cover up and because of the gaslighting uh, and because of uh, uh, t too many factors uh, to to try to consolidate now. But I can just tell you that. Um, the situation, you're right, it's it's it's, it's extremely uh, heart wrenching because we we do have what you would call a next generation uh, technology breakthrough that we desperately needed to try to help save my son. So, and to give you to background on what happened to my son in 2007, 
we were whistleblowers. We were threatened by a top uh, government official, high ranking official from one of the high uh, scientific um, uh, institutes in Kobe, Japan, and the threats that are all caught in email, right? Um, evidence, irrefutable evidence. You're never supposed to threaten someone to cover up, uh, to join a conspiracy and to conceal uh, fraudulent schemes of an of institution. So we were threatened. And in email, we were also there were threats aimed to our son that he was going to have problems if we were going to continue on with our so-called uh, legally obligated whistleblowing. Um, so my son was at the time for a seasonal cold. He had a seasonal cold. He was staying at the, the a military hospital in Tokorozawa, Japan. So two days after the threat, uh, I found my son with a red strangle mark in his hospital room his eyes were bleeding and he was dying uh, he had he obviously had been strangled and immediately i sought help from the hospital and the all of the hospital and the pediatric ward where my son was 11. um they were saying what happened what happened to your son and then i called my wife and my wife wife called the, our ceo at the time who was gojo satoshi who was a leading cardiac surgeon and so he came too immediately, and uh, right away, one of the younger doctors came to the room and said, what did you do to your son? This doctor is named Dr. Kojima. Uh, you can, I can send you, it's, it's in part of our legal case right now that's being covered up, unlawfully covered up, by the way. So um, anyway, so they were trying to blame me for my son uh, being in brain death condition because they were insinuating, what did you do when you were alone with Jimmy in the room? And but Gojo Satoshi, as a cardiac surgeon, he was involved in um, heart transplants. So he normally has to do drug induced coma, coma. You know, he has to induce coma in patients to obviously to get them to prepared and on a ventricle assisted device, which is a device that keeps them alive as they're waiting for a heart. So he's he's a professional in having the logs eyes locked open. So right away, he saw my son's eyes were very thick and damaged and bloody. So right away, he said, whatever happened to your son happened many, many hours ago, like 12 hours ago. So I don't think James did anything because I just got there in the morning. So then my wife started demanding to know what was the red strangle mark around Jimmy's neck. Right? So and both doctors and the nurse were in the room, the head nurse. And one of the doctors started panicking. And then Dr. Wakamatsu, he confessed that it was caused by a plastic bag put over my 11-year-old son's head. Well, my wife laughed after that, said thank you. And she's very uh, strategic and shocked. Of, obviously, everybody was shocked. What's a plastic bag and what, what's a strangle mark we're doing around my son's head? Why am I, by, why am I uh, being blamed? Two days after being threatened by a high-level government official. So now then, of course, my wife left. She calls back and in audio evidence, she has both doctors and the head nurse caught lying over and over and over and changing the story. But the story is. Uh, my son was suffocated with a plastic bag tightened violently around his neck so violently that the, he still had a strangle mark after 24 hours. And we were we were being set up and we were being false. I was being falsely accused. They were going to probably try to put me in prison because there's other evidence to show Kojima was 
Dr. Kojima was was actually two days before planning with another doctor to falsely accuse me for abuse. So it's a it's a criminal conspiracy. It's death threats. It's te uh, terroristic threats to coerce us to cover up crimes two days before. It's plastic bag suffocation. It's strangulation. And it involves the leading stem cell company. It involves many top stem cell scientists. So it's one of the worst uh, scientific scandals because from here it gets much worse, right? So, and, I, and this will explain why we're moving towards more AI powered new technology, try to save my son's life and how even justice to seek justice for serious international crimes. You can only rely upon a decentralized group of people who have an intent, shared intent for justice. And since most of the information in the mainstream media or so corporate media is controlled, it's controlled based upon narratives and it's propagated and it's pay to play schemes, you know. So obviously decentralization, shared intent, large enough groups of people, we can bring justice and we can save my son's life and time. So. Back to the back to when we were there and we caught the doctors that they suffocated my son with a plastic bag, strangled him two days after being threatened by a top uh, government official from Kobe to cover up crimes or we're going to have problems or my son was going to have problems. Well, just to give you a, a parallel universe, because we are in a parallel universe of economy. Uh, this decentralized platforms will be parallel. They have to be. Um, we'll compare this, just this beginning case, to a very similar case that happened just after, a year after this happened to my son. There was a Russian person named Sergei Magnitsky. He was an accountant. Um, he was so-called a whistleblower, but that turned out not to be true. That turned out to be a fraud. Um, and he was put in prison, and they say he was tortured because he was a whistleblower, and he died because he didn't get proper medical care. Now, you can look up what the centralized government did, is they said, oh, my God, you have a whistleblower. He's an accountant. He's Bill Browder's accountant. Um, he was, uh, he, they withheld medical treatment and they tortured him and we're going to make new rules of law for him and spend hundreds of millions of American taxpayer money. And we're going to bring justice for a Russian adult. I think he's 50 something years old, adult, uh, Russian. And that you have my son who's a Hispanic American, but an my wife's Japanese. So he's Asian. So he's, he's somehow unlawfully. They're covering up my son's crimes because we had sought help from the embassy, which is the FBI, CIA headquarters for Asia. And for some reason, my case is mysteriously concealed. And now they're spending taxpayers money to bring justice for what turns out. If you do your own research on the Magnitsky, you could look up. It's a fraudulent story, but they made serious human rights law. And it appears. It appears it was two years after the death of this uh, accountant. It appears that uh, it was a story crafted by uh, people within the state, former of the State Department, revolving, the, I think, this guy named Jonathan Weiner. He's linked to it. But they made the story that, oh, my God, he was brutally beaten by guards. It turned out to be there's no evidence. There's no evidence. Uh, and they withheld medical treatment. Of course, there's evidence because he died. Uh, so but the story that he was a whistleblower turned out to be a fraud. And this was uh, present this was uncovered in the London High Court case 
And in the European uh, Union uh, Court of Human Rights, in another court case, said, no, there's actually, he was involved in tax schemes and he was lawfully put in prison, but clearly he died. So the point is the parallel universe that we're forced in. 11-year-old boy, an American boy, just happens to have maybe the wrong tone skin or what I don't know the reasons, swear to God. So I'm not saying it's pure racially motivated, but it is ethnically, it's an ethnic persecution where it's very dangerous. So 11 year old child were threatened $7 million in fraud, irrefutable evidence that they admit they suffocated my son with a plastic bag. Okay. So for some reason, my case, our son's case is covered up. Are you there? With here, me? I'm listening. All right. Okay, with me. So, uh, and so then we we give the evidence, irrefutable evidence of we're being coerced and threatened by a high level public official. Two days later, we we give the evidence that the doctors admit, okay, they put a plastic bag over my son's head and it was violently tightened. It left it's eleven year old child, and so. But that point, immediately after that, uh, we. We stabilize our son. We bring him home. We have some, you know, we're, we're working on him to to bring justice at the same time. And we file criminal complaints. We go to the embassy. We call the embassy. They say, trust Japan. Uh, Japan's a, an ally. You can trust their system. And it turned out to be the biggest mistake of my life. So remember, that I want your audience to know, to trust a, a appointed bureaucrat within a uh, the embassy is a is a bad thing you need transparency international you need to work with people and my what that was my biggest first mistake was trusting the embassy in 2008 because immediately um uh we we filed all the criminal complaints and they said they're doing the investigation so we were expecting indictments right so at the time we were we we created again new 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 top professors we created two top new tech convergence with a Tokyo University professor and and a Noigoi University professor so we we quickly pivoted for reasons to try to develop a a, a therapy for my son but also uh, because it's our expertise of pivoting and this one happened to be our or when we were whistleblowing our company was sabotaged by a corruption, so we had to pivot. And I would tell your audience, you know, this is a world of pivots. So we're pivoting for justice, going to the people, the, the rightful owners of the United States Congress and the, the rightful owners of the justice system, which has been extremely corrupted, whether it's the FBI, the CIA, I'm not saying all of them. I'm just saying the ones on top that are revolving in and out of the big law firms and representing big tech. They're representing. They're they're revolving in and out of Twitter, Facebook, out of uh, J.P. Morgan, Goldman Sachs, and so in. The, so the point is. Uh, so I'm going to actual the actual people they're taxing that they're parasiting off to sustain their position in society. So. So because of the this. Uh, so immediately we were approached uh, with one of the, the number two at Mizuho Bank at the time was an acquaintance of my wife. His name was Sekihara Takeo, Takeo Sekihara. So he had said to my wife, they knew my son was on life support now. 
and he had he had survived a plastic bag suffocation strangulation that we were magically not allowed in the media because the police said and the, uh, the Japanese government said, well, we have to wait till the Japanese police finish their investigations. And then when they finish their investigations, then you can have a press conference. So you don't have the same human rights in the United States. It's kind of very uh, fraudulent. It's it's uh, extremely corrupt. So, all right. So the Mizuho Bank came to my wife and I and said, listen, there's this tech company called Rakuten, right? Rakuten uh, wants to invest in what you were doing and to try to help your son. They're going to put up something like 10 million bucks for a new project, Project Ryan, which was we had now not a Tokyo University professor. We had our expertise in developing clinical translation. We had a real good team, international. So, okay, sure. Uh, we'll train Mizuho Securities, Jun Mochizuki, and a person named Hwam Bam Lee, right? two other Koreans. And my wife and I are going to train them on what to do to strategically, because we had already been involved in stem cells and we were the earlier pioneers in reprogramming embryonic stem cell lines, early stage marula. There's a long background to, to get to this point. But so we, at the time, so we said, sure, we will train you. And this is great. You know, all of our time, instead of uh, pressuring the police, for justice, so we can get into the media and explain what happened to my son, we're going to spend our energy training Mizuho Securities for this Rock 10 funded project, Project Ryan, to save my son. Well, that turned out to be a fraudulent scheme. So we were training them at the same time. Rock 10 was then using our trade secrets. And right when we had trained them, they used our trade secrets, transferred the trade secrets. This is because they admitted it. Huang Bam Lee admitted it that they were using our trade secret uh, for a Korean tech company to take over and make a new company uh, subsidiary with with um, advanced cell technology, which was our planning. And you could see it. Uh, we can send you, and it's up on um, our criminal complaints, the links. It's called economic espionage. These are serious international crimes, right? Not only the, the torture and strangulation of 11-year-old kid, the threats, but now you have economic espionage, deliberate exhausting our family for one year of training them who knew nothing about stem cell or regenerative medicine. And it was a scam. It was a trade secret scam. So, okay, so that's fine. So at the time, we were forced again to immediately pivot. So, um, and we took over a company called Advance, I mean, uh, R-Blast USA. And you could look it up, www.arblast-usa.com. And it had orphan drug approval in Japan for, um, for the cornea, cornea uh, regeneration. Really good company, but we had taken it over. So, um, and we were going to take over, we were reversing, we signed a contract to reverse it into another publicly traded company. I mean, public uh, 40 cell biosciences. This is all facts. Remember, I'm in Japan. I'm in a legal fight. I'm fighting the big corruption. I'm never even allowed to make a mistake, much less say anything that's false without evidence. So our blessed USA, we're taking it over. Um, and as we're doing this, um, we get a call from the prosecutors saying, hey, guess what? You know, you know we gave them a huge amount of evidence. They said around October uh, 
2010, they called my wife, and it's actually recorded. We recorded everything, by the way. So we lost the evidence, uh, and there's not enough time. There's going to be a statute of limitations in, in, um, in December. So we don't think there's enough time, so we're sorry we can't go on. And so, of course, of course, my wife, coming from a good Japanese family, becomes enraged, and then it goes into whole, you know, it, it gets to... Well, okay, so we have a strategy now. We're going to use this one company. We're taking over an American company, and we're going to have the, the only regenerative medicine company, a global one, with, in the two largest medical markets, USA and Japan, and with two orphan drugs approval. So we'll have one of the better STEM regenerative medicine companies in history, the only one with two orphan drug approvals in the first and second largest medical market. It was a perfect planning because my wife's a genius to me. You know, she's a... She's one of the original pioneers. It's not known because uh, women aren't really, you know, there's a lot of theft. So all this, you know, uh, women and we, we protect women is all crap. It's, it's, it's completely lying. They're, li they're lying to you. So our, our case is a fact. So presents evidence of it. It's not true. So, all right. So at the time, uh, then we didn't know it. But at the same time, the Japanese police had called my wife and said they lost the evidence that were just copies, copies, remember, just copies. The originals were with us. So at the same time, we didn't have the evidence then. We had the evidence actually in 2012, but there was email planning of the same bureaucrat, the same high-level bureaucrat from Kobe, government official, who made threats aimed at my son. Remember, High-level bureaucrats at scientific scientific institutions, they have the ability to make you a high-funded professor, or to make you ban it to banish you. So they have a lot of power with their pen, like other government officials in the United States. I mean, look at this guy Podesta, who's he's involved in all kinds of crimes, but he's now giving a three hundred billion dollar uh, climate change, I guess, fund. Anyways, the point is so so corrupt people are usually rewarded, and so. There's an email showing that the same bureaucrat who threatened our son two days before my 11-year-old son was strangled, suffocated with a plastic bag for about seven minutes. This is just what's called irrefutable evidence. And then they abandoned, they withheld medical treatment, left him in his room dying, right? They waited for me to come and they tried to f accuse me to the, you know, they were, it was a setup. This is a real... So what I'm telling you is nothing to do with the crim, uh, like a he's like this is all caught. This is in the hands of the FBI, of the Department of Justice, of the CIA, and they're hiding this. So anyway, so I'll get to the how it worsens from here. So in 2012, though, but anyways, the point was at the same time the police were were saying they lost our copies of evidence. And there wasn't enough time to indict them. There was also the government official, Nakajima Yoshiko, was planning with JCR Pharmaceuticals to steal our patents, our blessed USA patents, make a new company. And of course, I don't know, we don't know, of course, at that time, we didn't know this was being planned. This is what you called another national security crime. This is not like in the emails of the planning we have, the FBI has, the CIA has, the State Department has, the, the, the Justice, you know, uh, this Merrick Garland, 
So when you think Merrick Garland is uh, no, he's going to protect people or the equal justice, it's it's definitely a fraud, dangerous fraud. <clears throat> Our case proves it. All right. So, but there was this one cardi a child cardiac surgeon. He comes to us and says, James, um, I have these ten dying children. Can you put together a project so we can try to rescue them? And so my wife said, okay, sure, because we had all of the network of all the top cardiac surgeons in Japan. So we created for him, for just these 10 Haiti children, called the Henry Dunn Children Foundation, right? And it was an number for Carlos Traconis. You can look him up, Dr. Carlos Traconis in Miami University, right? So he, he, he spends his own money. He's like, like a very, very beautiful uh, pediatric cardiac surgeon who spends his own money to rescue dying children in Haiti, in Dominican Republic, and Venezuela. But he's from Miami University. So, all right, so we're going to help you. And we brought together uh, all the top surgeons. We did a press conference with one of the top Korean actors. Almost immediately after, after that press conference, this child project was to be viciously attacked in the what you called Amoeba blog, in Yahoo blog. So it was all funded by my wife, right? So strange, we're being attacked and being accused by people who have no real names or uh, slandering us. Hmm. Dark-skinned children, infants, maybe it's very racist in Japan. So, okay, maybe, you know, this is um, not, not, of course, not all the population, but there's always a percentage that are psychopath, you know, maybe 10%. So let's say 10% of every population is going to be psychopath and they're going to have you know, sociopath, psychopathy. So maybe 15% of every population, you're going to be able to say they're lunatics or at least uh, somewhat depraved. So you can say, since it's a psychopath, a sociopath, you can look it up in any general population, they, they share that same amount. And they usually migrate up into positions of top professors or uh, public officials and so forth. So we're, we're being attacked. Hmm, that's weird. But anyways, we're moving on because sometimes you you try to file criminal complaints and you try to remove it. But strangely enough, the same Japanese police who are covering up the torture of my son are magically unable to help investigate these blogs that are targeting these ch a children project just for 10 children. Hmm. Strange. And then as we turned the corner, there was a huge earthquake, unbelievable earthquake and a tsunami. 2011 and it became out of control out of control because then we were officially there was a fish it became what you would say now you could say there's coincidences you can say that all oh, right now it became lawless uh, because there was a catastrophe and um then now the, the you call there was an uptick on online bloggers attacking us now saying our company and all it's just ridiculous oh that's you know there's an earthquake so but my wife you know is a japanese woman from uh from the komatsu family and going down the line the, the samurai bloodline the sasaki family and all of her uncles i could send you her father were in the top in the imperial uh they all went to the imperial um uh university and they were like top young leaders during the world war ii and they helped rebuild japan so she comes from a very responsible good japanese bloodline family 
So immediately, uh, we take the best, the only water filtration system is a pivot just to help Japan that was tested by the Navy to remove radioactive isotopes that were in water. It's called, it was called Selden Technologies, right? So, and she started calling all of the schools near the, where they had three meltdowns near Fukushima, and she was calling all of the child uh, nurseries, kindergartens, and all of these different schools, they were in panic because they, they had been abandoned, literally abandoned. Nobody was giving them um, uh, iodine or the supply chain had shut down. But the kids were still in school, so my wife immediately started donating these carbon nanotechnology filtration systems to the schools. So anyways, it, uh, the point was, all right, so now my wife is donating these to the schools, and we launched them in Japan just to deal with the uh, situation. Um, sorry, you still there? Because I got a message. No, I'm here. Okay. What's good. the message? So, hmm. right, this, this is this is all uh, involved in what happened to our family. So this is why we're going through this uh, big big legal fight. So the Selden Technologies, you can look it up, was based in Vermont, and so they had the only third party testing to remove radioactive isotopes done by the Navy. It was funded by the DoD, the Department of Energy. So it was a really reputable new tech to remove to filter water. So so we launched it. And immediately had too much orders beyond scale. It was just an immediate success. But at the same time, we didn't know it. But there was a criminal conspiracy that was being launched by this bureaucrat. And so what happened was, as this company has taken off, the police have us, the uh, Komatsugawa police, Japan, have us under illegal surveillance. Remember, the police had covered up my son, 11-year-old son, was tortured, strangled, uh, and he, they withheld medical treatment, tried to blame me. And so the police are magically uh, have us under surveillance, and then I'm called in for a detention, uh, for an interrogation. So well, this is weird. So, oh, so I go in and I do an interview about 10, eight to 10 hours where they're not giving me water and they're saying I'm planning to sell weapons with this and just ridiculous statements, right? I didn't know this was being pressured, but the one of the prosecutors <clears throat> in a recorded phone conversation with my wife, Mickey, he admits that they were pressured by the Ministry of Economy, Trade and Industry, by the government to harass us. So the idiot doesn't know he's being recorded, right? He also makes the thing saying to my, because my wife was also fighting that they were, uh, they failed to investigate the strangulation and torture of our son and they were covering it up. So, so one of the prosecutors in the phone conversation says they were sent by the government to harass us. That's against the law. So, and that if she doesn't shut up and stop complaining, now they don't know her background. Again, for some reason, the prosecutors are in a rush, so they don't do any good you know, investigations on who they're talking to. My wife is a very sophisticated brain. 
So trained by her father in military intelligence, psychological, you know, all of the things she's trained as a child in law. So so she's obviously always high class and very strategic in taking information. She never is angry. She's very calm and she lets people what you called use their their mouth and their arrogance to entrap them. That's how she got the doctors to admit they strangled and suffocated my son. So, so she's letting the, the she's building the ego of the police. It's recorded, right? He says, if you don't shut up, we're gonna make up a reason to indict you. We're gonna make the the translation is either make up or find a reason to indict you, right? So obviously, me, they're gonna they they have me under unlawful interrogation. Uh, they're stealing our equipment. Uh, this is an international crime, right? This is a very, this is a national security crime. This technology was funded by the American taxpayer, the Department of Defense, Department of Energy. It's covered up by the FBI, the State Department, DOJ. Okay, so this is a national security crime. This is after, of course, another national security crime, which was economic espionage, where they stole my trade secrets, Rakuten and Mizuho Bank, after they strangled and suffocated my 11-year-old son for being whistleblowers. Okay, so, all right, so... My wife lets them know, and she plays the recording. We have you recorded threatening that you're going to make up a reason to indict him. So they let me go immediately. They were trying to force me to sign a fake confession that was so poorly written in Japanese. For all I know, they, I was a multiple murderer, terrorist. Who knows what I was going to sign? A confession. So, and my wife coached me, never nod your head in agreement for anything. Whatever you do during any interrogation in Japan, you just never even nod yes. You always, even when you say yes, you just go no. You shake your head no. Because what they do, Japanese prosecutors' technique, probably like the FBI is doing right now, is they try to get you to admit in even a, a mm, or even a nod. And then, then they have a witness in the room to say, you admitted it. And we have two witnesses and you admit it. So if you shake your head forward, it even just acknowledge them a little. Japanese prosecutors technique is to entrap you by saying we have a witness in the room that you admitted to guilt. And then you have to sign it. And then then they'll indict you on that. So I was trained, whatever I do during the interrogation to just whatever you do, just for how many hours, just shake your head. No, 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 no. And. Don't say nothing. So since I was doing that for many hours, I was exhausted because they kept switching prosecutors. Finally, my wife gets them and says, we, you know, we have you unlawfully. And she starts calling the top police, the main government police. And then she blows the whistle and immediately they let me go. Oh, you better go. But they still take keep our equipment. So now she has them ball the balls because she has them, number one, admitting the government sent them to harass us. That's a crime. And that they're threatening, they make up a reason to indict me, and they're harassing me and stealing our equipment, all international crimes. And the same police are also covering up my 11-year-old son was suffocated and strangled. And they're sabotaging an American tech company, right? So right after that, um, what what I can say is I was... I survived like a murder attempt and I'm going to exclude that because I don't have like a recording of it, but I can tell you because of that, my wife and I, we immediately evacuated Tokyo.
because we we became aware we were being threatened. They were going to make up a crime. They were sabotaging our business. They were covering up. My son was tortured. And now, so we're, we're, we, we run away to Toyoaki, Japan. We don't tell nobody, but we do, and we change phones. So, and I'm kind of bedridden on drugs because I can't move because of a murder attempt. And then out of nowhere, there's a fake court case against us with a lawyer called, um, give me a, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, my brain is, uh, we have it in our criminal complaints, Kasahara, a lawyer named Kasahara. So we didn't know it at the time. But at the same time, the police are harassing us. He's planning. We have the emails and he's planning with a former executive from Arblast. He, he uh, it's, you, uh, again, you, you can see that it'll be more in justice. Jimmy's justice style.com in our, in our website, all of the evidence, which is irrefutable. It's not like this fake Magnitsky case where they're giving special and privileged treatment to Bill Browder for their fraudulent story. Um, ours is a real case with real evidence of real economic espionage, real fraud, real threats, real torture of a child, suffocation. And it shows why we need a parallel universe, because it doesn't matter what they say in the media. My case proves it's a lie. You need a decentralized economy, a group of people who, who want the rule of law, who want equal justice, but also want technology to come out very safe out of out of a corruption so okay so um all right so uh kasahara was a lawyer who had taken a former executive who became mentally ill crazy uh, um kitagawa he was he had gone insane right so uh, so that he had got him his government insurance for his extreme mental illness where he was having imagination and so so he was planning with another group of professors to steal our patents right so remember the conspiracy the the planning of the criminal conspiracy with a company called jcr pharmaceuticals who treats uh children with what you called uh rickets and short stature children with that's their main drug with growth hormone, they're they're trying to steal our our blast USA patents. It's caught an email with Nakajima Yoshiko, the number one high level coordinating bureaucrat from Kobe. This is all caught in email. So what I'm telling you is not like he's making an allegation like they do with this where they they, they had this uh, fake Russia conspiracy where it's actually them. So ours is actually real. It's not their fraud like they're doing in the United States. What the FBI is doing uh, and the DOJ is doing um, these. Not, I'm not talking about the 90 percent of them. I'm talking about the revolving door attorneys that are going in and out of the top law firms and the big tech firms. OK, I'm talking about them. That's why you need to have a parallel a decentralized intelligence agency of real time people, you know, with 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 whatever information you can gather or evidence. So. All right. So. Uh, then, so all the evidence of them secretly stealing patents is caught, forging documents, saying that he's the government, the the what you called the company lawyer, and he's uh, unlawfully assigning patents back to him, which are magically now. We don't know this to 2012, okay? Because we're moving on with our merger with 40 Cell Bioscience, 
publicly traded, 150 million invested in that. Arblast had 50 million invested in. All right, great company coming very soon to become one of the best collective multinational regenerative medicine company in history. Because of course, my wife is a genius in planning. So, um, all right. So then as we're doing this, there's a, a strange court case with Kasahara, same lawyer with one of the directors. And they're saying that my wife was involved in fraud because she didn't know that the the people in the, the three scientists and the stem cell science company was involved in fraud. Somehow it's a it's a very strange paradox. It's a it's a weird universe, you know, where they're bringing a fake case against my wife to falsely accuse her of fraud because she didn't know the top three scientists in Japan were engaged in scientific fraud and a high-ranking government official was engaged in $7 million in corporate fraud because nobody in the world is allowed to even know it. So technically, uh, no one's allowed to know that information that stem cell sciences, KK, the two top scientists, one of them's dead now, and they were all involved in fraudulent schemes because my wife didn't know it nobody know it nobody's allowed to know it now she was somehow accused of fraud by someone who's clearly engaged in fraud with a lawyer named kasahara who's involved in forging documents stealing patents and national security crime so it's fraud after fraud after international crime after international crime after economic espionage that's being covered up by the centralized intelligence groups okay so my son's on life support he's gonna die so what happens was at the same time they're forging documents. The crazy guy, Kitagawa, he's a mental ill lunatic now. His lawyer is Kasahara, who's doing a parallel fake thing, who's forging documents, but also doing a fake court case that we don't know about. We don't know about it. And I'm bedridden, attempted murder attempt. This is 2011. And the ambassador is Ambassador John Roos. Remember that. The uh, attorney general is a guy named Eric Holder. All right. So mm -hmm. I'm begging the embassy for help. Please help me. Our life's in danger. Um, we're being threatened. They're sabotaging our business. Sorry, there's nothing we can do. So I didn't know it at the time, but they're going to gaslight you the whole time. And they're, there's only maybe, I don't know how they decide who has human rights and who, who deserves law. But. For some reason, again, I'm, I'm not going to say it's racially motivated, but I could say, you know, I'm a little darker skinned than normal. I don't know what the reason. Maybe I didn't go to Harvard. I don't know how they decide who who's a human and who's not. But John Roos led em embassy was saying nothing we can do. There's nothing we can do. Leave us alone. Right? So anyways, November comes around in, in 2011 and they're stealing the patents. It's it's irrefutable evidence. Kasahara is fraudulently being an impulse, fraudulently claiming he's the lawyer and he's reassigning the patents back to him, back to the government official who threatened our son two days before he was suffocated and strangled. So we don't know this yet, right? I'm still recovering because I'm I was bad I was like in pampers and bedridden for like two months, living off pain pills and literally wanting to 
give up because I was in too much pain. And I'm just going to say that was just a random murder attempt by some people who didn't like me. Let's just, I'm, I'm a big guy. So remember when, when you, when you hurt me, it's going to take, it's, it's, it's Japan. People have this image of Japan, Japan people, the, 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 the crafts of the arts, jujitsu, judo, it's very violent with a, with a calm, nice face. So usually the cauliflower flower, you can see by the, the forearms, the hands and the neck and the ears, you, you can technically read who's dangerous though, just by looking at their hands or their forearms, if you can see if they're viewable through their shirt, their ears and their neck, that's the kind of person, regardless of how kindly they look or regardless of their good uh, haircut or whatever, clean cut, you know they're potentially very dangerous because they can grab you. And when they grab you, it becomes very dangerous. They're much high through junior high school, through high school. These, these, it's in the population. They're trained, right? So anyway, so I'm bedridden. So we don't know this at the time. But a new, my son had changed in 2008 to a Nihon University hospital, okay? So he's on a life support, and we're working very hard to develop uh, a new technology to save my son's life because there, it doesn't exist, right? If you say, well, my friend's a professor at Mayo or at uh, Cleveland, they can't help you. It's, it's, uh, they really can't with their technology. It's literally almost garbage. It, it, so they can help with symptoms, but technically, even if you say it, it just it's a it's a it's a fake thing. So you have to do it yourself. You literally have to work with the best scientists you can find. And you know, so so okay, so but we don't know this, but a new hospital director is elected to my son's hospital in November 2011. The same time John Roos led embassy saying nothing we can do, you're on your own. Now that turned out to be a fraud. My son is a protected class, a disabled Hispanic American. I should say an American Hispanic. He was tortured and suffocated. You are never, ever supposed to lie, gaslight me, and conceal crimes and economic espionage. It's a crime. So 2011. They're officially committing, not, not, they're violating my civil rights, the 1983 KKK. They're violating 1983. They're, they're concealing the crimes. They're not publishing the crimes. So they're engaged in double fraud. Okay. They're publishing fake human rights reports under John Roos. And there was a guy named Robert Mueller. And the, the attorney general was this guy named um, Eric Holder. So you have to remember those names. Okay. And at the time, yep. at the same exact time in November, uh, Mitsubishi UFJ, this is the Mitsubishi UF, the bank, right? They magically seize our bank account and beginning sending messages fake in a publish in November 2011 that James Ryan is involved in Furikomisagi, right? So what Furikomisagi, if they fall, they knowingly publish, they seize money from a bank account that's linked to this project to help children, but also to our business, the technology company, Selden Technologies, right? So this company was an over-demand, and it was also had, we had an agreement with Costco Japan 
to supply 300,000 units, um, which is about $30 million in revenue. But, but Mitsubishi UFJ seizes our bank account and then publishes in this, uh, like this financial crimes thing, which is published so no one can do business with you. James Ryan is involved in Furikomisagi. Furikomisagi is oh, where, huh? What, what is that? Okay. It's one of the worst crimes you can do in Japan. Of course, now we were being threatened by the police unlawfully that we have them trapped, that they're going to make up a crime. So number one, a tall guy, Gene, who's a whistleblower, if I fart wrong, it's they could be interpreted as a crime in Japan. So I'm never going to do anything. I'm going to stop at every light. I'm not going to even jaywalk. I'm never going to do nothing to do anything which can be interpreted wrong. You have to know that because I'm a whistleblower. Okay. So furikomisagi is where I'm, uh, I call old vulnerable people and I say, grandpa in Japanese that I don't speak very well. Okay. Tall guy, dark, big guy, six, six, four, about two twenty. So, but I'm calling people and say, I'm your long lost grandson. Serious felony. Please wire money to me. So, uh, and so I'm, they're publishing that James Ryan is involved in furikomisagi, which is number one, it's to humiliate me and to falsely accuse. And guess what? The police can't do nothing. You can't file a court case against the bank. Most people don't know that. The State Department, the ambassadors that are making money on the scheme, of what called inaction, omission, like no publishing the truth. So nobody publishes that. You're if you're a certain person, you cannot file a court case against a Japan bank. They could steal from you. They could torture your kids. These are facts. This is this is not nothing where I, where someone can. I would love the FBI or DOJ. Please listen. Anybody, let's go public. Let me allow in a because they've hidden my case in D.C. We're, we're going to go for a jury. We're going to go for everything. And we want discovery. And so there's no way even an FBI agent can say, no, it's not true. Because it's a fact, right? Not even the DOJ. So, so, um, sorry, I got, I got, uh, uh, I got, I'm frustrated by this, um, this cover up. So, uh -huh. so it's a footy komisagi where, where now, uh, now I'm, I'm publicly humiliated. The same month they're stealing my patents, national security crime, economic espionage. And and they're using a crazy person and a lawyer named Kasahara, and the patents are going back. We don't know this at the time. The patents at the same time are going back to the same bureaucrat, high-level bureaucrat who threatened my son. So these are very, very serious crimes that are being hidden right now. Danger to my, and knowingly, willfully, by the so-called FBI, and State Department, knowing my son is going to die if we don't save him in time and we're not allowed transparency. So it's a life and death situation, this this conversation, the Dow. So remember, I'm not allowed to even make a mistake. So I'm leaving out other crimes that we don't have irrefutable evidence. So what I'm telling you is based on irrefutable evidence. So anyways, at the same month, I tried to tell you that there was a subordinate of one of the professors who was involved in forging documents who took over as a director of the hospital. And they make the decision 
to starve my son without informing us and to keep him in a dark corner as now there's a big escalation on the online called amoeba blog and other ones where they're slandering us so and uh but we have to travel to the united states to close our merger and acquisition with 40 cell bioscience so you can see the news uh that you can look it up 40 cell bioscience in our blast usa you can look it up on the sec you can confirm it do your own research no, it's true. We're doing a merger and acquisition, right? We're bringing advanced technology in with some first closing and then doing Japan. So very good business model. Very, very uh, definitely with my wife involved, it's going to be one of the world's best companies. So, um, all right. So we had to leave. And why we're doing the signing everything in the Marriott lobby in New York City, we get a phone call. Did you know that they forged documents and brought the company into, they stole the patents? And we we're like, you're joking, right? And they used Kitagawa with Norlim Kasahara. Kasahara was in the other fake. So it, it was like, this, this is unreal. It's unreal. So, okay, so, okay, whatever. They're using a crazy person and they're lying and they're stealing patents. No problem. We're going to go back to Japan and the rule of law will be there. Okay. it'll it'll. You know, we're thinking this is insane. So we're still going to do this, take over this reverse merger. We'll get our patents that are unlawfully taken in a criminal conspiracy that's being covered up by John Roos, uh, uh, Robert Mueller's FBI, and um, this uh, this guy, Eric Holder's DOJ. Okay, well, that's fine. All right. So you're going to cover up crimes. And okay, my son's strangled, suffocated, economic espionage, lawlessness. Okay. We're being slandered online. Nobody can help us. The Japan police are threatening us that they're going to make up a reason to indict us if we don't shut up. That's a still standing threat, by the way. It's a standing threat. So, um, all right. So then we had to go with one of our co-founders. We were invited to go to Monaco. And so we go to Monaco. And as we come back to Los Angeles and we're going to come to Japan, we get a call. Something's wrong with your son. Uh, um, uh, a carekeeper for my son in the hospital who was going there every other day to, to to watch him and to you know check him and, and do his laundry and everything she said something happened something's really wrong your son is collapsing he's collapsed over so a long story short we we were we had a, a stem cell cream product that we were relaunching in monaco with a, we were negotiating with a princess to reemerge the company just to to create a parallel this is my wife's pivot She's an expert genius at pivoting. And we had we had uh, pioneered the first stem cell cream called AppliCell. And it was, of course, being slandered online by a bunch of bloggers that we found out from Kyoto University and Keio University, linked to the government, uh, a, um, government uh, institution that we whistle blew on. So it was it was all government. Japanese government were doing it. But we, we step, you always have to keep leaning forward with your purpose, regardless of the corruption, regardless of the crimes, you always have to stay on purpose. So even this conversation has a deep purpose of new justice and uh, resurrecting my son's brain. So anyways, so um, as as we're coming, uh, come back from Monaco, we have this, we are supposed to have this emergency, this uh, meeting that was invited with a couple of billionaires one from Malaysia, and um, they were going to bring this actress called Charlize Theron, his agent or something, 
and because she was helping these African kids. So we were going to make a first real powerful like wrinkle therapy and with its own tailor made aptly cell gingiva fibroblast derived uh, cream that can be modulated on the surface with a nanoliposome. So the surface proteins could then modulate underneath the tissue resident proteins within the epidermis and we could help actually keep your skin rejuvenated. Very, very, very pioneering product. But at the same time, immediately Jackie said, something's wrong with your son, he's collapsed. So immediately we leave everything. If you remember, there was in a movie scene, we can compare it where, if do you remember the movie Forrest Gump? Yep. Jamil? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Okay, do you remember where there's a scene he's on a boat and he says, Mama's sick, and he dives in the boat and he goes straight home? Oh, yeah, home. that's a great yeah. scene. Yeah, that's exactly what my wife did. We immediately <laughs> got on a plane from Los Angeles, immediately. Went to the airport, got on a plane, and went back to Japan. Because something happened to my son. We don't know right. what. We didn't know he was under human experimentation for JCR Pharmaceuticals. Now, what I'm telling you is caught in email and in all of the doctors were being funded by JCR. And they were they were what you calling doing the same experiments uh, to know the skeletal growth and brain development uh, growth mechanisms, which is obviously a trillion dollar. I mean, if you could. Uh, and it's never been allowed to be to be done on growing children. So they were secretly doing this, experimenting on my son for JCR was funding it, the doctors, done in secret. But what they did is they were inflict because they were starving him so bad and he was put in a state of suffering that we didn't know because Jackie never told us he was in perpetual pain. Uh, his metabolic rate had rised and he was in a perpetual state of suffering so that it, he needed more calories. So we didn't know it, that he was cannibalizing his organs to survive, but it was also inflicting, deliberately inflicting my son with osteomalacelia, which is where their bones become very soft and brittle and his body is bending and collapsing, right? It was done deliberately because uh, number one, if, if, if you could know the mechanisms of growth and brain development through a very simple algorithmic type of pattern of diet, nutrition, hormones, then you have what you call, you can create a super race, right? Hitler wanted to do it through Mengele, but they were actually doing it to an American child who was suffocated and tortured, right? And as we were doing a merger and we didn't know, but are under economic espionage. So these are all, I'm swearing under oath right now that this is all true and this is being covered up by the FBI, the State Department, in the DOJ. So, all right, so we rush back and he's collapsing. And we're, oh my God, and it's collapsing. And we're like, what's wrong? What's wrong? Uh, guess what? When we came back, all of our bank accounts were frozen. The money was seized. It's against, against the law. Nothing you could do. Uh, and our son was now collapsing in perpetual pain. Um, and we were like stunned because of course we know the police are corrupt. The embassy is corrupt. They're going to cover up the crimes. And so we have to now try travel back and forth far as our son is now in perpetual pain. So we still have the Selden technology and the R-Blast. We've pivoted to the, what you call to, um, we still have 40 cell. 
But now it's being delayed because now we have to get our patents back under a, a, a system in Japan that's corrupt. The FBI won't help me. The FBI claimed in a recorded phone call, by the way, that they don't have the money. Uh, uh, Los Angeles, like the Beverly Hills there, but Los Angeles the FBI agent said, after several months of investigating, he said they don't, they don't have the budget. They don't, he couldn't get the money. Right? And I have that recorded, and I don't mean to harm him, but just say we have to record things because without it, you're in trouble. They could lie. That's all they do is lie. So these are lawyers. I didn't know it at the time. When you have lawyers at the top of the FBI and DOJ, they're they're trained to protect the highest paying criminal, right? And it just so happens it's the banks, it's the people stealing patents. So the highest paid criminals you'll see are in, are ending up paying, and I'll show you how. So, um, all right. So now we're traveling back and forth, dealing with our son in perpetual pain, staying many times outside the hospital, readapting to the situation, re-emerging from this really the worst human rights violations, criminal conspiracy, national security crimes, economic espionage, child torture, child human experimentation. But at the time, we don't need Hon University. We we don't know. Uh, that the head, Tanaka, you can look it up, Google, Tanaka, he's linked to the mafia. He was the former head of the IOC, the inter, the the Olympic Committee, the co-chairman. We didn't know he was tied into the mafia. We didn't know he was linked to the Kobe government. We didn't know that Jimmy was being secretly starved by JCR Pharmaceuticals. So we didn't know our son was cannibalizing himself. And that's why he was in severe pain. So... So that's my, my wife and I, when you have a child, in, there's videos I can show you. You can look under Jimmy's Wish on, G, on the YouTube channel. You can see my son deliberately put in unprecedented pain and suffering. So, And they were lying to us. Nihon University uh, Pediatric Ward that was being funded by JCR Pharmaceuticals, who was engaged in a criminal conspiracy to sabotage our company and steal our patents, is secretly doing this. So... Uh, we don't know about it, we, we st but we're adapting to the situation because that's what you do in such a circumstances. But you, now under this what you call severe ethnic persecution and criminal cover up and this lawlessness that's being. Now, remember. The, the, the special treatment given to Bill Browder for Sergei Magnitsky based upon no evidence. No evidence, no economic espionage, no patent theft, no child torture, no nothing. That's the main story in the news, right? They're making new human rights for corruption and human rights violation. All right, so this is like really a different unequal treatment, unequal justice. It's unequal. This is so you can see. Why, when this guy Satoshi made block Bitcoin, he says, "Well, there's a, we need to create a, a, a different system outside of the centralized system, so we can bring equal transparency and try to bring some kind of immutable data, so that, that there can be no fraud." So, because obviously the centralized system is only enriching themselves, even through infl infl uh, in, uh, uh, inflation and, and so forth. So. Okay, let's get back to the point. So, all right, well, because you could see we're forced into this world of fraud where we're, and we don't know why the State Department, the FBI, and the DOJ is not helping our son. 
So 2013 comes around. We sneak in a high level professor, pediatric surgeon, uh, uh, orthopedic pediatric surgeon. And he examines my son. And immediately he says, they're killing your son. They're starving him. He's cannibalizing himself. He's going to die. And so immediately this freaks my wife and I out. This is this is being done deliberately. They're starving him. Here he says, he's the one who taught us about soft bones. They're deliberately softening his bones. That's why he's collapsing. And he's, he's mutilating because he's, he's now listen to this. I want you to know. He examines my son in July 2013. He tells us Nihon University people are killing your son. They're starving him. His bones are too soft. His shoulders are broken and deformed. His hips are broken. His ribcage collapsing. He's being abused. Your son. He's being starved. His bones are broken. His hips are disconnected. He's in perpetual pain and suffering. Okay. I want you to just think of that. Now, just uh, several years earlier, he was suffocated, strangled as 11 years old, and they withheld medical treatment, and they covered it up. Now, we have a professor telling us, we sneak him into his room, he gives him a medical examination, and it's on YouTube. I could show you. He's examining my son and saying his shoulders are broken, he's disconnected. So, now I want you to imagine that. I want you to imagine that you're the ambassador of Japan to the USA. Okay. And let's let's imagine you're Eric Holder, right? Or you're Robert Mueller. And you have this angry father pleading for help because his eleven year old son was irrefutable evidence, because it's admitted on tape. His eleven year old son was strangled. He was threatened by a bureaucrat, a whistleblower. Obviously, he was strangled, and then they withheld medical treatment, and they tried to blame him. They stole his trade secrets, and then they stole his patents. And now his son is being abused, and they're, the, another professor says they're going to kill him. And his shoulders are broken, and his hips are broken, and his ribcage is collapsing in his heart, and he, he's in danger. His life's in danger. He needs a medical emergency. What do you think the embassy would do? What do you think the ambassador would do? What do you think Eric Holder, DOJ, would do? Nothing. Okay, so let me tell you what they did. So uh, about 66 days. Now, after that, remember, now the professor who whistle blew and told us what they were doing, immediately, two days later, he can no longer talk with us. Not allowed. Because it's online. I'm involved in Furikomisaki. Mitsubishi UFJ has me listed again, like I told you, from November 2011. So nobody can work with us because it's the bloggers are telling everybody, look at he's a, involved in stealing from old people. Of course, it's a fake. It's a lie. It's a, how they they do projection. They do gaslighting. They torture your children. This is so. So immediately, this guy, Professor Matsuo. A child pediatric surgeon can no longer speak with us because of Mitsubishi UFJ slander, right? And obviously, he's being threatened, obviously, because he's scared to talk with us now. He can no longer do a life-saving surgery. Nobody can give us access. And at the same time, so 66 days after that, magic out of nowhere, 
Ambassador John Roos jumps into action. Okay. So he had retired as ambassador and immediately goes in and takes the highest global position for Mitsubishi UFJ, who's involved in the crimes on our family. So he takes the position of the top advisor, global advisor. You can look it up. John Roos, uh, October 2013, he joins Mitsubishi UFG, you know, Mitsubishi group. Oh, wow. So the person who's so incompetent, that they're going to cover up a child being strangled, tortured, and uh, being a victim through Mitsubishi UFJ, Mitsubishi, they're involved in the crimes because they're the major shareholder of JCR Pharmaceuticals. Okay. So magically, oh, it isn't finished. Why isn't the DOJ helping Jimmy? You know, his shoulders are broken. He's being, his hips are dislocated. He's being starved, being murdered. I survived a murder attempt. Patent stolen. Econet trade secret stolen. Suffocated. Strangled. Oh, what is the DOJ going to do? Oh, my God, look what happens. At the same month, uh, Eric Holder's law firm is one of the top co-owners, becomes a high-paid advisor to Mitsubishi FJ. Oh, Jimmy's, uh, okay, nobody can help Jimmy. But magically, uh, you can see why the embassy can't help my son. It makes too much money for them, these revolving door appointed people. They make too much money. Their law firms are making so much fucking money covering up crimes through a, a trick. The trick is called omission, deliberate inaction, cover-up. It's a crime. It's a it's a serious crime. It's part of our case, our justice style. This is about a one billion dollar case. The other patent theft and sabotage is another billion dollars that we'll go after. So the justice. So okay. So now we're being overwhelmed with. Um, we're not allowed to talk with this guy. We're now being attacked online by unimaginable bloggers from YouTube. Or, I mean Yahoo blogs. They're fraud. They're in this. He's a bandit. He's stealing money from old people. I mean, just beyond anything. The Henry Dunnett children for the now now all of the Haiti children are dead, right? So they're indirectly murdered by the targeting of this foundation and Carlos Traconis. Uh, we cannot even speak with them because now we're exhausted from widespread crimes that are all backed by irrefutable evidence. So and now you know why the embassy. The ambassador cannot help, right? Now you know why DOJ, the revolving door law firms, I call them, uh, wow, they're high paid. They just, all they have to do is called, we cannot see the crime and they're extremely rewarded with these high level positions, right? So, all right, so we're in 2013, we're now we're in hell because now we're in worse situation. We know my son, so now we have to travel all over to hospitals so we can get help with other pediatric surgeons. And magically, nobody can help the, 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 the guy, our family. Nobody can touch us. We can't even change Jimmy's hospital. Nobody will take my son, because if he dies there, it becomes part of an international scandal from which nobody's allowed to know about. So, all right, so, uh, so we're, we're exhausted. We're, we're now being tormented with fake bloggers, right? 
uh, we're victims of trade secret theft by Mizuho and Rakuten, where son is now in perpetual pain and suffering. And the hospital now is in full, full uh, cover-up, gaslighting, lying, gaslighting, gaslighting. That's all they do. So, and, there's, and they're obviously being paid by JCR Pharmaceuticals because that was uncovered by their scientific, they're, they're publishing scientific articles on what they can do to growing children. They can inf inflict failure to thrive. If you see uh, uh, Saito Hiroshi uh, publications from that same time, he's actually publishing articles with mice about how they're uh, delaying development, destroying the brains of children by starving them or, or depriving essential nutrition, how they're stunting their growth and deforming their bones through deliberate uh, removal of sunshine. And so at the same time, they're secretly doing to my son, they're doing scientific publications like Joseph Mengele, some of the worst crimes in humanity. And Ambassador Roos is getting highly paid, getting upper position from Mitsubishi Ripjay, who's, who's a major shareholder of the company paying for it. Okay, is something wrong with that? That looks like a crime. But of course, Merrick Garland wants to retire to a big law firm. So does this guy, Christopher Ray. You know what they're doing because you can see what Loretta Lynch and you can see the, the whites, the pattern, the, the big law firms. You can see Eric Holder. He's making big cash working for the for the centralized groups, okay? for the, the what you call the the ruling elite who are parasiting off the taxpayers. All right. So. This is this is this is apparent. This is not like me giving you a, like a, a conspiracy. This is a fact. Yeah. So. All right. So. Then 2014 rolls around the corner. Now, I want you to know something. I want you to know the audience to know. When you're under what you call the standing threat from the Japanese police, that they're going to indict you if you make too much noise. And, nope, and the, the embassy won't help you, and the ambassadors are doing the pay-to-play scam. And the, obviously, the FBI and DOJ, they're into their own revolving door position. Okay, I'm only talking about the appointed ones on top. I'm not talking about the the... The people who are actually protecting Americans. So I want to make that clear. Right? I'm talking about the people like Merrick Garland, Christopher Ray, the people who are just auditioning for whoever's committing the worst international crimes right now. They're auditioning, whether it's Pfizer or whoever. I don't know who they're auditioning for by deliberately not investigating some criminal with a lot of money. So because the bonus comes with that, you know, you can see it. They all get big bonuses uh, when they retire and spin out, revolve out. So that's the biggest national security crime, threat to the United States, my opinion, because you're allowing technology companies to be destroyed, national security risk. You're allowing ethnic children who are disabled to be strangled, suffocated. You're covering it up. And then they're being brutalized for in skeletal growth experiments that are just mutilating, breaking the child's shoulder, hips, everything. One of the some of the worst crimes in humanity are being done uh, in, in broad daylight. All right because of this omission scheme, the scam, and the, the, what you call the projection, where Mitsubishi UFJ is involved, Mizuho, Rakuten, they're all involved in theft, and they're involved in pay-to-play schemes by paying the embassy people. So 2014, and we're exhausted, and but we still now, because we're being hacked, we create, um, we're, we're forced to make a, a cybersecurity company with some people from Virginia and to try to stop the cybersecurity because they what they've done is they've hacked our company everything we've had 
they've destroyed uh, videos of my son because we we were the first people we were really pioneering on the digital you know so we had everything connected to high-speed internet so they were able to go in and ruin us ruin a lot of important videos of jimmy so that's the worst thing you can do to our family is when jimmy was healthier you, we don't have those videos anymore because they've been uh we were hacked and destroyed so we created a, a cybersecurity company in 2014 to deal with it but at the same time my wife uh, receives a phone call from one of the professors who was involved in the scientific fraud from 2007, from which we whistleblew, Sasai. So he calls my wife. So uh, he whistleblows. He says um, that he, he knew about what happened to Jimmy, right? When we were whistleblowing on the bureaucrat, he said that they had, uh, they were deliberately uh, strangling him and suffocating him and they put long needles in his eyes and up through his his nose i believe um and they were taking blood and brain tissue as they were torturing my 11 year old son so he's the first one to tell us this so and he also said that they were also behind so this is the first time my wife is told that jimmy's starvation is being done deliberately and ordered by the same kobe government official so now remember sasai and my wife jimmy's mother mickey didn't get along because she had gotten to some big screaming fights with him in the past because she whistle blew on him involved in fake science you know so number one immediately my wife is listening to him calmly uh, she doesn't have at the time a recording device right so um but he confesses to what's being all ordered the torture the retrieval of blood as my son is being tortured the, the how he's being deliberately put into pain and suffering and they're continually taking blood he says they're using the blood of your son you know as he's being tortured so number one we don't believe it my wife doesn't believe it and when someone tells you this and you're being gaslighted by the jcr funded secretly funded doctors that oh no we're doing all the work and you know, Japanese people, Asian people with their clean cut haircut, like Fauci and all these people, you, you just, they're, they're such a way of, of gaslighting. And you're so exhausted from the pain and suffering. And they, they, we stand around Jimmy's bed in pain and suffering. And it looks like they're working hard. So you kind of get exhausted to beyond belief where you say, okay, well, and you go and you collapse because watching your son in this perpetual state, it's on their videos or on YouTube, by the way, um, not allowed in the media, by the way, in the centralized corporate media. So, um, all right. So, but after he confessed, Sasasai confessed to my wife, Jimmy's mother, about eight days later, he's found dead. Um, and one of the people one of the bloggers who was smearing us for years reports his death before anybody i think it was kumisit kumisit transact i think it was a blogger who no one can remove linked connected with rakuten who's involved in trade secrets so these are korean groups in japan japanese korean groups who steal and i'll show you how they get away with it because they pay so um all right so now Sasai, you can look it up in some articles. You can see he hung himself from a waist-high handrail, kind of like an Epstein. 
So then my wife, we go, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is it, maybe there's some truth to what he was saying. He wasn't trying to make us look crazy because you have to be careful. Uh, uh, if you're ever linked with someone who sounds crazy, you have to separate yourself with them. You, you, when you're in a legal fight, you can never go around someone who doesn't have evidence. For example, like the Magnitsky case, it's all fake. But for some reason, the State Department can peddle stuff without evidence and they make laws to protect a white guy, Russian, with American taxpayers. But the American Hispanic child and the family, they cover up and make money. You know, So it's a, it's a parallel universe, remember. So when you're talking about uh, Jamil and creating ecosystems that are decentralized for justice or for technology. Remember, you have to go there because either way, the ruling elite forever have you on a parallel economy, but under their terms. And it's based on fraud, deceit, and uh, crime. So, all right, so here we go. So she she starts, we do a secret investigation and we continually meeting with one of the doctors at, at Rapungi Hill Starbucks. And, oh, we're going to work together to try to resolve Jimmy um, and to find out why he's in a perpetual state of uh, pain and suffering. But now we know he's under these secret experiments that somehow when you're in the hospital, you're under their terms. And someone's going to say, hey, man, you have some idiot." Who's listening? Well, I would have done this. I would have beat somebody. No, don't fool yourself. So, or I would have took him out. There's nowhere we can take Jimmy. He'll die outside the hospital. No other hospital will take him. The embassy will cover up crimes and lie and gaslight you and take money from the criminals. And so there's no, nothing you can do. The police were under a standing threat that they, anytime, you know how they're, they're, they're trying to invent crimes on people right now, I think, the DOJs. That's what they do in Japan. So the DOJ and FBI, where they're they're making up stories to indict people, uh, that's that uh, most likely they saw them doing that to us in Japan. And well, that's a great idea. You can do it, and nobody's going to get angry. So, so then we find out that okay, now they're planning. Um, my son is going to be allowed to do this really innovative treatment. Anyway, so because uh, are we constrained with time? I'm not constrained with time. I mean, um, I do. I do have some follow-ups that I want to ask you when we're done. Um, that I think are important. Um, all right. Anyways, it's all a part about the the the, the evidence. I'm teaching it about the evidence we have. So this evidence will be up on the DAO, part of a billion-dollar case for extreme human rights violations, um, economic espionage, um, civil rights violations, the 1983 KKK the unlawful concealment of the crimes. So we wanted to go to jury from which they're never going to want us to go to jury and they're going to want to claim they're heroes, but they're not. So so I'll get back to what happened in 2014. So we find out. My wife starts publishing. They're planning to send my son to a hospital from which we know now that they're secretly doing other experiments on other severely disabled children without consent. Um, and that's... The hospital name is in, in, in the documents and evidence. So, all right. So then my wife begins publishing, publishing on uh, Jimmy Stemis, right? Which turns, you can see jimmystemis.com. It's, uh, it's in Japanese, but back then she was just publishing on Jimmy. And Themis means the scale of justice. 
So she starts publishing evidence about the Kobe government threatening us and um, she's finding connections that, okay, well, um, th there, my son is actually being experimented on. We now have the evidence that was given to us that was first shared with us in 2013 before Ambassador Roos became a high paid. Remember, a person who can't protect one child is now some magic somehow competent enough to be a global advisor for UFJ who's involved in in in, in the crimes. Strange okay. thing. Yeah. Uh -huh. So um so anyways, so she published this on Jimmy Stamis. And then on December 24th, um I have to park my car and as I'm leaving the house, my wife strangely intuitively says Kiyotsukeru in Japanese, which means like to take care of, please take special care, right? It was cold that night, I remember. So, and I was in shorts and a, like a skinny jacket. So it was cold and I ran to the car. And as I got in the car and I closed it, I locked it and as uh, like an ape, uh, a guy with who I had seen the, the in the daytime, so it's a long story, but um, he was trying to rip my door off. And he's one of those big guys. So, and and he gets in front of the car to keep me from moving but i'm nudging him and at the time i remember my heart's pounding beyond belief and so i'm nudging him and so finally he moves aside and i sped off right and i sped off to a few blocks down the street because i was just going to park the car but so i parked behind a gasoline stand and ran up to a chinese restaurant and um called my wife she was and she called the taxi and they ex escorted me to the room but and at that night the the FBI or the State Department, CIA can confirm even this guy named Glenn Greenwald. I, I think I emailed him too because his email was on this on his website, some kind of uh I forgot what they were like this. They were supporting this guy Julie. I forgot the, the website, but so I remember he was one of the persons I emailed. But in connection with we need help. We need help. Uh, there was a murder attempt and our son is now we know is under human experiment. So then you can see as the, the year, we, we did more investigations and found out for sure that definitely the other 100 children that we knew about had died. So in some of the stuff they were using, um, uh, were using they were even testing the side of the, we, what we were told, they were testing for the what you call side effects of mRNA. Also doing with my son had already done um, starvation experiments, skeletal growth, brain growth, and he was completely mutilated now, shoulders broken, deformed, everything. And we were stuck in hell because it's called lawlessness. Where the United States is headed, by the way. So um, anyway, so then uh, you could see I make a video and you could see my emails to the embassy pleading for help. Right. In the beginning of 2015. And my wife is on again fighting with bloggers who turned out to be the one of the doctors. So we find out now one of the doctors starving my son is actually one of the people who's involved in slandering us in blog. So so we see that the doctor actually, when he was starving my son secretly for JCR money, he was actually being one of the bloggers that were slandering us, which is a crime. Of course, the FBI, they'll protect a Russian. Uh, they'll protect uh, Khashoggi, who supposedly was suffocated with the plastic bag that no one's heard the evidence, but they said so. But okay, they're going to make special laws and special care for Jamal Khashoggi, an adult Saudi. Uh, but they're going to still cover up crimes and enrich themselves. Okay, so you can see in 2015, 
we're fighting in email. I make a video begging for help. I'm thinking the Obama administration is going to help me. It's it turned out to be wrong. So and Jimmy's worsening because that we're being gaslit, gaslit. Now I want you to know, because you're going to have some uh, doohickey on your blog saying, "Man, I would have kicked everybody's butt and I would have beat everybody up." And I would have took him out of that hospital. Number one, he would have died. Number two, you can't do that at a hospital. You'd be put in prison. So um, you can't harm anybody because you're not allowed to commit crimes. Right? They'll lock you up probably forever. And, and finally, you're allowed in the media. You know, the bad news is allowed. Like, oh, my God, he's a lunatic, dark-skinned person. But remember, the torture, the suffocation, the evidence, the recordings, the patent theft, the Guardian, the New York Times, all of them cover. You're not allowed in there in the centralized corporate media. But I, you know for a fact, for one of your people who have this fake confidence on the ego, is saying, I would have done this. No, you're not allowed in the media. Now, but if you're involved in threatening them, you're allowed in the media then because then they can put you in prison and then disregard all the evidence you have. So number one, we're not allowed to do that. So... So anyways, so we're in a fight to increase the calories. So because we know his body has continued to cannibalize his organs and you can see the videos and I'll send them to you. In mm -hmm. September, he goes to multiple organ failure. Because he had cannibalized himself too much. And again, Jimmy's justice style, look at the timeline. Look at September and you look at and you can see I'm fighting. You can see an August video. I'm again begging for help calmly. I need help. We're not allowed in the FC the Foreign Correspondence Club. We're not allowed anywhere. We're not allowed any. I mean, it's in there. FCCJ, and I need help because you're not allowed in the media. We have a change.org, which not allowed. It's removed from Facebook. It's removed from Twitter. So it goes to tell you those revolving door attorneys that are revolving out of the Department of Justice and the FBI into Twitter, into Facebook, magically, my pleas for help exposing them is not allowed. So the tech companies are magically removing my videos and pleads for help. So putting our son in grave danger, right? Because he they, they're continuing. So we don't know this, but obviously the experiments have to move on till uh, 2016, but they're not stopping them. They're lying and gaslighting. So you can see October, um, at the same time, we're in a heated fight. And um, my son goes into cardiac arrest in October. And magically, you know, the embassy and they're covering up the crimes and deliberately medical emergency, medical emergency. OK, they're not helping my son. And it's, it's unlawfully being concealed. I'm working with a lady named Quimby Milcox, Wilcox from the I. She was working at the IMF at the time. Of course, she got fired, let go soon after. And so she helps me and publishes. And then so. I come up with the idea because there was this there we became aware that the State Department was lying to us because there was a scandal where they were being investigated, the State Department, because there was a, a Benghazi uh, uh, ambassador was killed and there was a cover up and there was emails from Secretary Clinton, who clearly was running a pay to play embassy in Japan because that's what they were doing. They were just covering up crimes, concealing them unlawfully and taking money from the criminal banks that were stealing from us. So those are facts okay, that we have backed up by evidence. So um, I'm not allowed to defame anybody without evidence. Remember that. So in Japan, it's very different. You can't say stuff without evidence. So but they don't want us in a court 
in the public because then we ruin their reputations, which is based upon fraud, deceit, gaslighting, projection, and pay-to-play schemes. Why you need a decentralized universe, okay? So, so um, uh, then, um, sorry, I got lost in place here. So, so then, um, so Quimby Wilcox from the IMF. So there was a case where this guy, I'm not a Republican. Uh, this guy, the candidate Trump says he rescued some guy who had accidentally drove into Mexico, a sergeant or something military person and he was imprisoned and somehow this guy candidate trump uh helped free him right so i was like wow maybe this candidate guy uh who's literally being bashed in the media so <clears throat> i can't associate myself with him so because you have lunatics who will say hey man he's a radical so anyways i'm not a republican so so we I come up, okay, so I'm going to try to call this guy's campaign or his organization. So we call and because we mentioned, I mentioned to a lady that, do you think he'll help my son? Because my son's an American and we actually have a lot of evidence. You know, we have dirt on Hillary. Is uh, We have dirt on, you know, Robert Mueller, Eric, you know, that they're covering up crimes. And if he can help my son, could you think he could help my son? Uh, and the woman says, yeah, maybe you can help. All right. So, all right. So again, I'm also seeking help with this guy named Bernie Sanders campaign, right? From which I won't disclose, but it's pretty unethical what they wanted. So um, I'll leave it at that. Because So as you can see in my email evidence and my pup uh, document evidence, irrefutable, that I'm seeking help from Barbara Boxer, Senator from California, and Dianne Feinstein emergency my son had cardiac arrest he's being starved human experiments uh, multiple organ failure it's an Amer he's a he's a protected class that is not allowed in the embassy which is a huge violation of the american disabilities act of the civil rights act constitutional rights they're gaslighting me they're being paid by the banks and i'm not allowed all right so and i'm now fighting and i get in a scream fight with one of diane feinstein's staff and I, I become aware of some magical tool that I started to use was, you know, we need help. My son's going to die. He, of course, at that time, his bones were in of his he, he was, of course, he had fractured hips, uh, deformed and fractured, uh, dislocated shoulders. He was in pain and suffering, a medical emergency. He had multiple organ failure. He was on life support. He was a victim of crimes. It was all being covered up. But we're not allowed help. Yeah. So remember, when the when Merrick Eric uh, Merrick Garland or uh, uh, this guy Christopher Ray or this uh, this this other person, um, even this guy Rami Manuel out here, when they say we're equal justice, equal treatment, they are absolutely putting my son in grave danger and lying knowingly and willfully, concealing crimes right there. It's a crime. So we want a jury. We want the public to know, but we're not allowed in the media. So that's why we need everybody, the human, the public, the owners of the people, uh, the people. So. So I, I learned something from speaking with um, one of Diane Feinstein's staff, as I said. Uh, the Trump campaign said they're going to help my son. And also Quimby Wilcox was pretty sharp on the foreign uh, relations manual from the State Department. She said they're they're lying to you. They're gaslighting you. They're legally obligated to publish and help you. 
it's a medical emergency. So, so for the first time, I'm now heartbroken because I now become aware the whole embassy and State Department and the FBI have been lying to me, gaslighting me. So, and I'm in shock. So, and she says they're going to be they are accessories in the murdering of your son if he dies in felony murder. So Quimby Wilcox knows the laws, and I was ignorant of the laws. So I start using that. The Trump campaign said they're going to help my son. And I recognize one thing immediately in November 2015. I get reaction. I can get them to panic. Whoa. I say Trump. And immediately I become aware they're like the Pavlov dog of like, oh, you know, the numb people. Sorry, there's nothing we can do. Sorry, there's nothing. I'm trying to hang up the phone the whole time. Immediately comes, oh. What? What? Really? Uh, immediately I become a whoa. I have a button. I have a button to piss these these depraved people. Okay, so just to give you a comparison now, there was a famous uh, civil rights case that was in the public that outraged, caused riots and everything called George Floyd, where they knowingly put him in harm they did a legal procedure of the second lethal one, which is kneeling on them, but they kneeled on him and they, what you called with cruel and inhuman treatment, they didn't give him proper medical treatment. They did cruel and inhuman civil rights violations. Okay, that's George Floyd. So, but wait, wait a second. This is a weird thing because my son is multiple organ failure. He was strangled, suffocated. They stole our patents. We're being smeared online by bloggers. Um, and they did everything. Now his multiple organ failure. And now these people are intentionally gaslighting me, begging for help. Worse than uh, this guy who kneeled on George Floyd. So they're under worse crimes, worse violations. Diane Feinstein and Barbara Boxer. And remember, the only thing I can get out of them was, oh, really? So in December, we again file forms to Barbara Boxer, 2015. And we connect, I connect with now the Trump campaign lawyer, Michael Cohen. And in November, I immediately start trying to give dirt on Hillary. And I'm trying to get help uh, from the Trump campaign now, right? Because now my son is in such bad condition. And, and the only way I can piss off the people is by saying Trump campaign is going to help me. I'm not a Republican. But if you do that, you can use that on certain mentally ill people. You can use that, and you can see they're like, they panic. So, if you ever want to use that tool in a, in a government institution, it's a good one. So, um, or even where that I think you, people wear the red hat to trigger people. You can do that if you get you kick. A, even if you're not a supporter, you can do it just to like watch people. Like they're lunatics, I think. So, they're like Pavlov dog or something. So the point is, all right. So now. We're, we're in such a exhaustion because my son is now, you can look at the videos. He's in now at least 12 hours a day in severe pain and suffering. I have to live with him in the room. My wife is outside my daughter. So we're praying. My wife's praying all the time. Please, somehow justice will come. Somehow we'll help him. And somehow we'll figure out what's happening and somebody will help. But you can see from the evidence that for some reason, at the same time, I'm getting trying to whistleblow on the Hillary Clinton and the Susan Rice people that 
this guy Peter Stroke is now trying to entrap the FBI is trying to entrap Michael Cohen. You can look it up in the government documents in the same month. It's weird. So, but I didn't know about that till later. But the point was then my in January comes around. I want you to also, by the way, I have to inform you. Uh, we were trying to save Jimmy's life by working with Russian technology in October, November to try to bring in a famous DJ and using Russian technology to try to synchronize everybody's brain. Um, and you could look it up yourself. I'm going to explain the person's name. He has very good technology. Alexander Pintikov. He's an American citizen, but he's from Russia. Great scientist. He works with the uh, very good institution that does uh, remote viewing, but he does very good brain brain modulation technology to synchronize. So we were using that to try to synchronize everybody's brain in the alpha state, and we were going to have a call to action because we're not allowed in the media. And if you go to anybody on the street and say, listen, my son's being tortured, they think you're insane and they run from you. So our only way was to use a famous DJ with Russian technology and to synchronize everybody's brain. We were going to bring him into theta wave uh, with music and headsets with a famous DJ. And we were going to then force uh, these people to then publish Jimmy's case and immediately help my son. But the DJ was not allowed in, in Japan. And so we were working with another top Russian, former Russian person with Gorbachev, who, who was a media guru. So he was living in Australia. So that's something you have to think about. So at the same time, I'm fighting with these people, pissing Feinstein staff and other people off that uh, Trump's campaign is going to help me. You can't ignore this weird coincidence that, well, I'm trying to work with Russian technology and one of the best Russians in Australia. So you, you can't ignore those. Those are facts that are not a conspiracy. I'm just demonstrating what was going on at the time Jimmy was dying. And we were in such a desperate situation to try to save his life that we were trying everything. Remember, when you think of The Guardian, New York Times, uh, these people, you think of PR people who are giving narratives. They're not journalists in Japan. Maybe there's a journalist. I think there's a journalist in England. He's in prison. I think it's Julian Assange. And I think maybe I have a couple of journalists in the United States, but I, I cannot connect with these people because even if I do, I tried. I'm too desperate. I panic. Help me. But they can't. They can't. They can't. So there's not really real journalism right now, to be honest with you. So uh, so those are the coincidences. So that's a strange thing, because may maybe there may be there's a chance that, OK, I'm fighting with these people. My son has uh, organ failure. I'm seeking help. Uh, our, our DJ can't come in. Famous DJ. We're not allowed to do the Russian technology in, in from October. I begin negotiating with the top Russian famous Gorbachev media company uh, in Australia to try. I was using a method to try to make our own media company so I could then publish Jimmy's case because we're not allowed. Right. Uh, all my posts on Facebook, Twitter being removed, which is why I don't know why. But, you know, it's human rights. It's an obstruction of justice. You're putting my son in grave danger. Maybe his skin color's wrong. Maybe he's disabled. Maybe he's a crime victim. What are the reason? We don't know. You don't know. And if you think big tech's going to help you, good luck. They can lie. They have lawyers out their ass that are revolving in and out of the so-called intelligence. So, all right. So uh, then, uh, so December comes around and then January, guess what happens? What happens, Jamil? Um, I, something, something, uh, 
I don't know. <laughs> Let me know. So, because of the prolonged, as a direct consequence of the concealment, the lawlessness, the cover-up, uh, my son's bones pop out of his body. You saw some of the pictures, oh. right? Yeah. 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 I could send you videos. So, around uh, near January, uh, now his bones are out of his body. He's expected to die any day, right? From he had cannibalized his vital organs. Uh, our our family was exhausted. Our patents were stolen. Our banks were stolen. Mitsubishi FJ is protected by the embassy, who are being paid. You know, um, this guy Eric Holder's law firm is magically paid. Uh, John Roos has got this high-paying position because he can't protect one child or protect from economic espionage or human rights violations and corruption. But magically, that makes him competent for. It doesn't make sense, right? So my son's bones are out of his body. <clears throat> He's expected to die. And my, my wife's under uh, psychologically destroyed. Our daughter is psychologically, she's not allowed to have friends because our whole family's being smeared online by bloggers from, uh, plus my wife was traumatized because these 11 Haiti in, orphan infants died. So, and our son is being tortured and it's all fake. You know your government it's all fake it's 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 uh, it's a bunch of lawyers i told you before and we we back it up with evidence so uh they're defrauding you you know so um anyway so and we're so exhausted and um then we're reaching out to care by the way in october uh we're pleading with the embassy and they're not helping us at the same time Jimmy had a cardiac arrest, multiple organ failure. He's expected to die then too. Um, we're not allowed any, anybody's not allowed to come near us. We're, we're not allowed to transfer him to another hospital. It's worse than any situation that they're upholding rights for some person, right? It's worse than uh, Guantanamo, worse than anything. So uh, Caroline Kennedy, Ambassador Caroline Kennedy goes into action in October, right? And her son takes a high-paying position from Rakuten, who, who was involved in our trade secret theft. So, oh, okay. So, technically, those crimes aren't allowed to be investigated. They're not allowed in Japan courts. The FBI won't investigate them. Oh, but a high-paying position goes to a child. Hmm. That's suspicious. Okay. So, uh, because why are you taking money? giving your son a high-paid position when you're covering up crimes, torture, and, 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 and it just doesn't make, it just, why, it's just um, unbelievable, right? And so you can see why every time I say the orange guy is going to help Jimmy, it pisses them off, right? This is 2015. So anyways, 2016 comes around. We're now exhausted. Exhausted. My son's bones are out of his body. And I can't tell you how how traumatizing it is to have your son's bones out of his body. You're under threats from the police. Uh, you know that the ambassadors are doing pay-to-play schemes, enriching themselves. You know, when they say Martha Stewart, the, the immigrants enrich them as they put them in a uh, military camp. Uh, they're literally enriching themselves. Right? So the embassy is too. They're enriching them. My son enriched them. Right. So... Maybe because he's Hispanic, uh, American with some Japanese blood. I don't know the reasons, but I can just tell you, yes, they can say, the embassy can say, he enriched us, these lunatics. So, 
Oh, now again, so I can tell you how traumatizing it is that we're not allowed to bring a DJ. We're not allowed to do this. We're not allowed to do that. Uh, just lawlessness. And the only weapon I have is the orange lunatic is going to help my son and they're going to go to prison because Quimby Wilcox from the IMF says they're accessories. All right. So that's my only weapon. It's also caught in recorded conversations with the embassy, the State Department, where I'm pissing Rachel off. Okay. She's one of the people who were, I was begging for help, which they covered up unlawfully. So anyway, so Jimmy's bones are out of his body. So we become aware there's a technology from Russia. Okay. Now we're working with Russians in Australia. Uh, we were trying to use brainwave synchronization technology during a prey DJ event, which I can show you the documents. You'll be surprised at who the DJ was. Very famous. They were not allowed in. So. Uh, everything I'm telling you, remember, I'm not allowed to even say something that's not backed by evidence. So I'm telling you stuff that's backed by evidence only. Okay. Sure. So the only technology that we know about is, is this using like a, a very uh, strange technology, Russian developed technology that could then kill my son and put his bones back in his body. So one of our team, we have a breakthrough. He's a scientist out of Italy. Right. So here they had the flight. So we have Russians now flying in and out of Rome. Okay. Uh, to try to help us develop this gel that will be used on my son to put his bones back into his body because no one's helping us. Right. So we have this new company that we made to try to develop and we, we got this technology from Russia. And so we're trying, this is not, this is every backed by evidence. And remember, I want to be in a jury and presenting facts. Remember, that's the goal of the justice style. So, and remember this, we've always been slandered online by professional bloggers. So if someone slanders, you say, please give us your evidence. Let's call James now. Give me your real name and address and let's make it public. That's all I want. And you'll know they'll run, a right, run away like little uh, mice, little rats. So, because no one, no, every, every blogger we use out here who's slandering us and attacking us, they use fake names. And they disappear once you go after them. So, um, so all right, we're using this Russian technology. And so now this guy, the Russian people are going in and out of Rome. And at the same time, we're fighting with Rachel at the embassy saying, and we're saying the Trump's going to help us and please help my son. His bones are out of his body. Beg, I'm begging for help. We have it recorded and you have emails of real official emails from the embassy, State Department, FBI is there. CIA head office, okay? So for all of Asia, so everybody knows there's a crazy father, really? 6'4", big guy, angry as hell, victim of economic espionage, trade secret theft, murder attempts, child torture, child suffocation, not allowed, being concealed unlawfully, and I'm begging them for help, and I'm now using the orange guy's going to help me as a bullet because that's the only thing you can get. It's like Pavlov's dog, Bell. I, I guarantee you, try it. Even if, even if you're uh, like me, like a kind of a Jimmy Dore left guy, uh, you still you have to have fun, man. Put put one of those reds hats on. I don't have one, but you would see people get triggered like Pavlov's dog. It's a funny experiment. So, but I was using that with the embassy to piss them off. So, so you can see a parallel strange world where okay, I'm working with Russians and I'm claiming because I'm not really working with the Trump campaign, but they offered to help my son. So you always have to ask those questions. Since the FBI, Eric Holder, Robert Mueller, 
and Secretary Clinton, and I'm trying to actually give dirt on Clinton and them as being involved in the crime that's murdering my son. And you have to think about that because you can see how they started investigating the orange guy from Rome. And I'm working with Russians in Rome, and it's a weird coincidence where they're using London and they're using a fake story where Alexander Dallner from Australia, which I'm again, you have to just ask. I'm not saying it. I'm just saying there's a coincidence where I'm working with Russian, high-ranking a Russian journalist in, in Australia. And somehow you can see this top intelligence are going into Australia and then going into Rome. And here's the trick. My son's bones are out of his body. We're not allowed help. They're lying to me. They're gaslighting me. Um, I have people going in and out of Rome from let's say Russia, that region. And at the same time, they, here's the funny thing that you have to ask your audience. These are facts about my son. Okay, These are the worst crimes you can do. And there's going to be many people on your listeners who are going to say, who cares? He's disabled. He's Hispanic. Kill him. You know, there's people who would be so cruel. They're so cruel. They're so, you know, you can't kill these type of people. You just have to ignore them. Is so hurt, hurt, hurtful, painful. Always, even on YouTube, they say horrible things about you. And so there's nothing you can do but just, you know, uh, go, you know, just don't ignore these people because you have to know. You can look it up yourself. Sociopathy, psychopathy generally takes about 15% of the population. They're going to be evil regardless. They're sadistic regardless. So you're going to always have to put up with them because it's their right. It's their it's their um, constitutional right to have to say things like that. So, <clears throat> so but it, you could see that here's how this strange. You have to entangle this because I'm just giving you the strange coincidence. I'm using with Rachel at the embassy, State Department, that the Trump orange man's going to help my son and put them in prison for concealing the crimes and their accessories in the murder when my son dies. His bones are out of his body. We're using a Russian people going in and out of Rome. At the same time, you have a guy, a professor, who trains the FBI and State Department based out of Rome. He's a professor, and the story is, here's the story, you have to ask the questions. Um, he's traveling, and he so-called teaches one of this guy, I don't know, George, ba, 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 I forgot his name. He says that they're, the Russians have dirt on Hillary, and they're trying working with Trump campaign, and George Papadopoulos told Joseph Mifsud, who trains FBI, Rome FBI, okay, think of that. And then the Australia Clinton Foundation director, Australia diplomat, Alexander Downer, says he heard, which turned out to be false, that Trump campaign people said uh, the Russians have dirt on Hillary. And they're working with Trump campaign or trying to give that information to the Trump campaign. Well, I was trying to do that. I was trying to give dirt on Robert Mueller, Hillary Clinton and Eric Holder, they, how they just law uh, national security crimes, economic espionage, child torture, child human experimentation, cover up everything. And at the same time, this Rome based professor who trains the FBI teaches an Australian diplomat who then teaches, get this, the FBI in Rome, right? Mm -hmm. So 
somehow he hears from the Rome-based person who trains the FBI in Rome. It's a circular fraud where he teaches now the Rome, and that begins the so-called to see if the Trump campaign is working with Russians to give dirt on Hillary. It just so happens that my son was expected to die. His bones were out of his body. I was very angry. I was fighting with them. I was using the Trump campaign, and I was trying to give him dirt. And you could see my emails with, uh, with the Secretary of State at the time, John Kerry. Um, I was trying to blow the whistle on them and prevent that corruption from winning the election. I thought the guy Bernie Sanders was going to win, whatever. But the point was, I was still using it. So that's, that's a coincidence. So you can see all of this in email, in recordings, in, in a timeline, and you can ask yourself, what the fuck is going on? We're living in a third world country back from 2011. So uh, they're saying now, God, we're living in a lawlessness uh, third world country now. We're open borders, inflation. They're sending all your tax money to Ukraine for the weapons industry. Well, you know, if you don't wake up by now that you're being misled by evil people and you're not planning to be in a decentralized parallel Web 3.0, where you have an automated, even you can have an AI powered you who's doing work for you in a parameter for what you're doing now, doing trades or whatever you have to do, uh, that so it's just mind mind boggling that someone could not be so, so someone could be so unconscious to not know dude if you don't pivot hard these are the people you're entrusting your life with so the jimmy's justice style is about bringing justice to what happened to my son so we do know this uh i'll never kill myself i've survived murder temp uh, most likely i have cameras on even hidden cameras around me on my buttons and everything we're very clear on all the patterns we take. Uh, so even in Japan, uh, the attempt on me and even the strangulation of my son or one of our scientists was done by strangulation. So if even they try to do again another strangle attempt, I'm so prepared to slice an artery and I would accidentally harm one of their uh, human resource confidential. You know, I could accidentally harm them even if they're coming up just to hug me. So I'm just warning people that never I would kill myself. And I'm over scared and anxious and over prepared uh, to survive such hug attempt around my neck. So, and even if I don't survive, you're gonna catch stuff that's in the cloud from a hidden camera on one of my buttons or whatever. And you're still gonna, you're still gonna have evidence to my fingernails or whatever, because I don't think they're gonna use guns or poison because we, we do, we're over careful. So, I just want to save my son. So we accidentally have a convergence of technology called Lumgenium that we put together. And we're accelerating this into the um, technology. But over and over again, because of the Mitsubishi UFG is still now they've now from 2020, magically, when we're working with the trying to get the military, because we were working with this um, a former lieutenant colonel. And she was normal when I farted, started work, started, started working with her. But then she started having this mental stress condition, PTSD, whatever. So she started in our when we were trying to intervene on her case, she started adding in stuff that were sounded like she was saying stuff that didn't have evidence and mixing it with my son's case 
So I had to separate myself from her because she was saying like the queen is even now she's saying the queen is the stuff that's you never mix with irrefutable evidence, uh, stuff that's has no evidence. So from 2000 and at the end of 2020, I've separated myself from a lieutenant colonel, but all of Jimmy's form 95, the criminal complaints, affidavit, everything was put as I intervened on a court case. So it's being hidden on the dock. And even on the appeal court, which is against the law, which is a violation. So the corruption goes all the way up to even the judicial system of the United States. Because you're never allowed to conceal crimes on a protected class child and economic espionage and concealment and pay to play schemes. So Jimmy's justice style most likely won't be allowed to go to court, won't be allowed in the jury. So I'm telling the people in charge of the revolving door lawyers, I'm here. I need to save my son's life. Of course, UFJ, Mitsubishi, who's paying uh, Ambassador Roos and who's paying uh, Eric Holder's law firm, magically, the people who can't protect one child and cover up crimes are being paid by criminals. That's, that's weird. They don't investigate themselves. So I'm giving a message to I just want to save my son's life and move on. I will sign an NDA and I will move on. But here's the point. It's very hard to launch our technology. Uh, it's a convergence of technology with stem cells because we're also, we're being smeared, slandered, attacked, and falsely accused online, which is against the law. So the FBI won't protect me. The FBI, Eric, uh, this, what is his name? Christopher Ray Hill. I think they're inspecting I think they were calling a parent whose daughter was raped by a transgender child in school. They were calling because the parent was angry because his daughter was raped. Uh, they was as being a domestic terrorist, right? So they're, they're, they're investigating parents whose children are raped for being angry. So I seriously doubt he's going to help my son. So this, just this, this uh, blog is also a message. Listen, you, you know what I'm saying is backed by evidence. You have it all. You're concealing it unlawfully. My son's going to die. We have a way to save his life. Try the resurrection project. Jimmy, we just want, if you don't want transparency, if you want to keep your fake reputations, go ahead. But I need help. I filed my Form 95. I'm refiling again. Okay. Uh, I'm a parent who's relentless, who pivots who doesn't stay emotionally attached to the psychopath bloggers or the criminals. I pivot. I never give up. I'm relentless. I never, ever, ever stop. And I most likely cannot be stopped. So just help my son with justice. We want to just resurrect his brain and move on. You follow? So this is a criminal complaint. An official, this whole blog, this whole uh, video this this vlog or podcast is an official criminal complaint being sent to the DOJ, to the military, to General John uh, uh, Dunford, to the 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 Pacific Command. All of it is a criminal complaint. You cannot censor my free speech. You know all about my son. This is a message to act, to move on, to help my son. So, sorry about that, Jamil. So, uh, that's why I had to give this official complaint, okay? I appreciate you sharing the complaint with me. I appreciate it very much. I have some follow-ups, and I'd like you to, 
to ask. If I can do that, I'd like to do that. Um, so the first one is this. You said in the beginning that it may have been a hate crime against your son that it's racist in Japan. You know, this past weekend there was a there was a football game in um, a, a larger city here in Connecticut near me. Um, between two city schools, right? There's 50 kids on each team, all right? Um, and they played in a 10,000-person stadium. How many people do you think showed up to watch the game? I I don't know. I, I don't know about Connecticut during this season, so. So 12. 100 kids on the wow. field and 12 parents. And – you know, racism to me is I mean it very much exists in America, not just Japan, but you know, wouldn't you think that you know uh, the crime, you know, against if you, if it's a racist crime, that people would, it would be more tend toward apathy, right? And if it's something to do with you, then maybe you know maybe he was just a casualty of your invention and not a racial crime. What do you think about that? Well, you have to always think about um, if it wasn't. So you have to, you can't ignore the the facts, the evidence. So uh, you can't ignore the fact that um, you have to give equal protection under the law. You you have to give equal treatment to people. So. Uh, you have to go according to the Supreme Court. You have to go off legal precedent, right? So, and you have to examine Jimmy's case as to why um, military doctors would try to falsely accuse me. And there's evidence, recorded audio, that Kojima was planning this, premeditated. Okay, you have to ask yourself. You have to say, okay, number one, you're you're being threatened by a top bureaucrat. That's a crime. It's an international crime. Okay, you're whistleblowing, and you see that they're trying to blame it on you, and the police are involved in the cover-up. Okay, so now whether you can put race in there or not race in there, those are international crimes, and those are human rights abuses. And the cover-up that includes the gaslighting by the embassy are unlawful. Those are violations of my constitutional rights, my sons too. When I said you have to give equal treatment, equal protection, you have to use the cases, the international cases of the State Department giving special and privileged treatment to Bill Browder's accountant off a fake case of withholding medical treatment off an assumption they didn't give him medical treatment. With Jimmy's case, uh, you have to say, well, there's overwhelming evidence they withheld medical treatment and tried to blame the father after they suffocated your son for seven minutes after being whistleblower and threatened. So technically, off legal precedent, you have to compare Jimmy's case the State Department's treatment of Jimmy with the treatment, the special privileged treatment of Bill Browder's accountant based upon a fake evidence or no evidence and audio evidence 
secretly held by uh, the Turkish intelligence for Jamal Khashoggi plastic bag suffocation. So whether it was based on race or whether it was not based on race, you're correct. I cannot say definitely uh, it's racially motivated that the State Department is concealing the crimes on my son and our family is ethnically and racially motivated. But you can't ignore the fact and ask the question, what is different about Jimmy to Sergei Magnitsky, a white Russian, or his Jewish lawyer, uh, Bill Browder, or the what you call one of the ruling class, uh, Jamal Khashoggi, whose uncle is a famous weapons trader. Why are they giving special treatment with American tax? Now, remember, trillions of dollars. I think trillions of dollars, the Hispanic American contribute to the American economy. So the federal government budget is exponentially rewarded, enriched by the disabled and the Hispanic American community. But they are treating Russians and Saudi people with privileged special treatment. And Jimmy, they're violating his the law, international law. So can I say without doubt that it's racially motivated? No, I cannot say that with 100%. But you have to say Japan would never allow this on a Japanese family. So, so they're an accessory in the ethnic and racially motivated persecution of our family in Japan by cover-up. So even if we remove my, what I would believe, it would be a ethnically motivated lawlessness of the State Department through unequal treatment and violations of his civil rights and human rights. Either way, even if we say we don't have irrefutable evidence that they are doing this for racial reasons, we can definitely say there are accessories in such. Do you follow? I follow. So thank right. you. My next question is this. Um, Jimmy's been in pain a long time, right? No. Say it again. I said your son's been in pain for a long time. Right. Okay. So, you know, justice for you is, you know, I understand where you're coming from. You know, as, as I've, I've thought about that, that way of justice a lot, and I'm not really good at justice. Um, so, but, um, that's me, but for you, like, would, would justice, what would, like, what's really justice for Jimmy? Not justice for you, but what's really, like, you know, okay. letting him continue. Uh, justice Jimmy, justice with Jimmy. Now, I want you to do your own, I'm talking to your audience too. If you could kindly always do your research, independent, do your own stuff. So uh, you can look up how Congress, State Department, CIA, everybody worked very hard with literally hundreds of millions of dollars for Sergei Magnitsky, a Russian person who was involved in tax schemes by falsely using, saying they were hiring disabled people. So he, they, were, they were involved in tax schemes. But they got special treatment. They made laws. So what I want for Jimmy is to Jimmy to his crimes to be published, the people to be held accountable, and we are already doing it. We're accelerating technology to save him. So we need people to be held accountable, and people to be held held accountable. So 
instead of this, now please look it up. There's a good journalist called Lucy Commissar, I forgot her name. Uh, you can look up the fraud of the Bill Browder case. And you can look up the, the London High Court, a court case in uh, DC, I think, or New York, and a, and a court case under the European uh, Union Court of Human Rights, where they, they found that actually, yeah, it's based upon fake. The, the, the so-called accusations that he was a whistleblower, that's fake. That he was beaten, tortured for two hours, that's no evidence. There's no evidence. It's fake. So, and the point is, that's what's most painful, is because the same State Department revolving door attorneys, who you can see are involved in crafting that no evidence, giving special treatment for people, making stories, you know, obviously, you know, uh, and having this wonderful, uh, and then the, the, the barbaric, the most evil, cruel and inhuman treatment of my child is just, so the justice would be for him to be considered equal, a human being, but he's not. So, uh, and it's across the board. The cover-up is really bad. So obviously, uh, whether, however we're going to get him to be treated as a human being and to give him the equal treatment of even fake cases. Remember, you can look it up yourself. There is a wonderful international, remember, uh, you have to go off precedent, legal precedent. There is a story where there's a Saudi journalist, I think 50 years old, over 50, adult, not an American, uh, he somehow magically, they say, he was suffocated with a plastic bag for about seven minutes. I've never heard the tape. I'm not saying he wasn't. There's, by the, somehow magically, the Turkish intelligence is credible and they're using it to negotiate billions of dollars with Saudi. But, okay, so he died from a plastic bag suffocation. Okay, so let's say that that's true, even though there's no evidence of it published. Okay. Uh, remember, they make all kinds of stories. So, well, what's 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 with Jimmy? They have the audio recorded evidence. We have witness evidence. We have medical record evidence. Jimmy was suffocated and strangled for seven minutes, but they they kept him alive, took blood from him, and then blamed it on me and got caught on audio evidence, lying over and over again, and then we're slandered online and then attacked and pat and just the crimes worsened because of the cover up. Remember, as a consequence of the unequal treatment, it go, it gets really bad under uh, this uh, Obama administration from which now they're back in control. The same So what I heard, what I heard you say is what you really want as a, as a scientist, as a father, as a dad, is you want your son to be considered to be a human. Right. Treated equally as this was, Caroline Kennedy's son gets special treatment. She gets he gets high paid, doesn't work or anything, by companies that are stealing from us trade secrets. So he's given special treatment. So what? Why they don't work? You can see this what they did to these Venezuelan people, where they deport them immediately, and being enriched by these uh, immigrants, and they treat them. Of course, they do this projection, you know, but. Well, they gave him better. They gave the immigrants, the illegal immigrants, better treatment than my son. But 
those people, you can. I, I have a lot of evidence that these people revolving in and out, they don't do real work. They don't spend 18 hours a day like us working to try to get a cure, to, to develop technology, calling professors everywhere, relentless, and to work forever, hard. Uh, and of course, during your day, you pray. I pray. Now, I'm not religious, but it sustains you. Prayer works. It keeps you going. So uh, you have people working tremendously hard to put things together, trade secrets and all this business patents. And then it's stolen with the permission of the State Department, CIA, FBI, and magically they're being paid by the banks involved. So that's that's you have to know this. If you think they're going to treat the if you think the ruling people who are doing it through, I think, deception are going to give your child equal treatment. You know, I think the president's son is now just smoking crack with hookers in videos and doing pay to play schemes. And if you had, and here's another thing, you had this boy, this guy named uh, Otto Warmbier, who stole, who was trying to steal something in North Korea. He was a college student. He was rescued by the State Department. So by Rex Tillerson and the whole Congress. So they spent tens of millions of dollars to rescue him. And he was stealing an art piece. He was put in prison in Korea, North Korea. So uh, just, just imagine it was your kid or a dark skin. What if it was a black guy? He'd be winning the Darwin Award. So number one, the American people have to force their children to be treated equally. And I, I again, because of all of our brainstorming, the only way you're gonna have your children guaranteed to be given equal treatment is by being heavily involved together with different. So the Jimmy's Justice Dow has clear intent. It's to show him as a human being, show the crimes, the evidence, in a real short human doc, uh, human rights documentary, right? With very good production with music. Remember, we're not saying with me speaking, we're giving evidence. We're showing his bones out of his body. We're showing him being in medical examination. We're showing the pay to play schemes. We're showing real crime. We, if we, and we're doing this in parallel with art. And to push into the public, the people, People remember, without the people, there's no one that the ruling class could parasite off of and give themselves special treatment. And their children get high paying jobs and their ambassadors get high paying jobs when it's clear they're criminally incompetent and cover up crimes, right? So, yes. But I'm saying that I want my son to be an equal human, but it has to be it, it, like a hundredth monkey moment. It has to be an ecosystem of people that said, yes, we're in this, what we have this, we, we believe, because even if I hope Jimmy's human and treated equally, it's exhausting because you're just lied to and gaslit and they cover up crimes. It's really horrible. So. That's why the Dow is my only hope to bring justice for Jimmy. So that is the only way I believe through art, through a 
pursuit of justice collectively that my son will finally be given uh, human rights to be treated equally as one of their children. Do you follow? Can you imagine? Follow. Uh -oh. Can you imagine? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. This is just an honest question. Sure. What do you think would happen if Caroline Kennedy was threatened by a bureaucrat and two days later, her son was, 11-year-old son, was strangled and suffocated with a plastic bag? Okay. And they try to blame Caroline Kennedy. And it's all caught. The evidence is all caught. And and what if would tell me what would the CIA, State Department, FBI do? What would they do? Would they treat the way they've treated Jimmy and concealed the crimes and got involved in payment schemes, or would they have helped her? Helped her in any way possible, as they should do. So you know what I'm trying to do is to say, yeah, well, you've done so much harm to our family, serious, irreparable harm. And we, we just want to be treated as you would treat your children. You know, it has to end. And, and got it. Sorry. Makes sense. Makes sense to me. Makes perfect sense. I probably want the same thing as you asked. In fact, I did write a book about, you know, injustice. Uh, you know, um, the name of the book. It's called Regeneration X. It was how my generation was tossed under the sidelines and thrown away. And not part of wow. the financial, not part of the financial laws of the land, you know, under that were written under Obama that were not part of today. Um, how many of us were sidelined and yeah, and uh, you know, and a lot the of firms protected the banks and everybody was kicked out. Yeah. 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 Same thing, same pattern. So regenerate yeah. regenerate X. Regeneration X. Generation so. S. And this is on X. Amazon. X is an X factor. It's okay. Regeneration S. X. X is an X factor. X-ray, xylophone, stuff like that. <laughs> Sorry. But my my uh, my smartphone speaker has like this uh, reverb <laughs> vibrating. Sorry about that. Please forgive me. Yeah. I'll so, send me yeah. the link for the book. Sure. Will do. Um, so I appreciate that. And uh, I'm with, I hear you. You know, so I want to thank you very 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 much uh for your time today and um yeah i'm looking forward to, to to seeing how your case ends up and you know um let me know if anything yeah so and I, i'm going to pray to you because i i, I want to copy because i'm going to tell you without th this this is a criminal complaint and this is going into the doj the dod the, christopher ray so it's remember the big tech has been caught censoring First Amendment, right? But this one, mm -hmm. we, we're we're doing this. We're we're filing this as a, as an audio under Title Two and Title Three under the ADA Act. So, uh, and my son is a protected class, and so we're warning any tech companies that try to censor, obstruct. If my son dies, it's through such obstruction, through some deliberate attempt, because. Uh, you know, you can find that the FBI and certain DOJ people are revolving in and out and working in through what you call the the certain uh, what you call the uh, the censorship of Twitter and Facebook. So that's illegal. It's illegal now. There was a case just brought up. 
You can no longer do that. So, so remember, as an official statement here, this is uh, an audio criminal complaint that is well known by them, uh, done under Title II, Title III, under the ADA, Federal uh, International. So this is a 1983 KKK case, right? And it's been, it's been horrific. And my son will die. Any other obstruction or lawlessness could lead to his death. Worse, in the sense that it's more deliberate and more knowingly and willfully done than what they did to George Floyd. Because you cannot deliberately harm my son through obstruction. So God bless you, Jamil. And thank you for this special time. And please, I will be sharing this again with, um, again, with, with everybody. And forcing justice into my son and, and making sure my son is being treated as a human and make sure he doesn't die. Right on. Thank you for your time. Bless you. Thank you.